What's going on, friends, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. I am your host, Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Who Dat Ninja 73 and once again, I'm bringing you another fantastic guest, uh, Mr. Jeffrey Mizrahi, a.k.a. Mr. Brawl96 on Twitter. Uh, I've known Jeff for... A couple years now, which we get into the episode, which is kind of weird. Um, he's one of the first best friends I've met in person. I was at a Comic-Con um, meetup, the, one of the first ones that I went to uh, a couple years ago now. And um, I was honored to have him on this show. Um, but before we get into uh, getting to know Jeff a bit better, uh, let, let's get into some really quick housekeeping. I'm not going to keep you long here. November 9th. And 10th, for 24 hours, myself and my kinda NYC family, we will be streaming Extra Life for 24 hours, raising money for those big, beautiful kids for the Children's Hospital in Valhalla, New York. Um, we have a bunch of giveaways to give away. We got a bunch of kind of funny signed posters. We have uh, a 4K Endgame Steelbook uh, copy that will be given away. We've got uh, signed posters of from Thor Ragnarok, one of Jeff Goldblum, one of Chris Hemsworth. Uh, hopefully we'll have some game codes and other goodies to give away. Um, all of that you can find on tinyurl.com slash kindanyc twenty nine. That is where you'll find all our Extra Life stuff. Donate if you can. Please help us uh, crush our goal. Last year, I think we started with a goal of like a thousand, maybe, and we got to sixteen hundred and ten dollars. That's one thousand six hundred and ten dollars last year, which blew our minds. And this year, our goal's at sixteen hundred now, but let's push it up. Let's get to two thousand. I want to crush our goal this year, like really, really badly. I want to destroy it. Not only for us to feel good, because we're, we're, we're raising lots of money uh, for selfishly for the hospital that we are sponsoring, but I want to help Team Kind of Funny cross that $100,000 goal. We've come so close in the past. This is the year. As of this recording, Team Kind of Funny was ranked number 19th in the world of Extra Life uh, right now with a little over 20... Uh, one thousand, I believe, dollars. Um, so let's let's really do this, friends. And if it's not the kind of NYC extra life page, uh, go find other team kind of funny members and donate to theirs. Cause let's do this. Let's raise money for those big beautiful kids around the world, and let's help out those families that need it the most, and those kids who are suffering through these horrific, horrific diseases. And injuries that no kid should ever go through. And let's make them have a better day and a better outlook and get the best treatment possible. So once again, no matter what team kind of funny member you, you go and donate to, I would love it to be kind of NYC. But if not, let's help out these kids because they need it. It's going to a great cause. And without further ado... Like I said before, my guest, Jeffrey Mizrahi, Mr. Brawl 96. Let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. 
Jeff, thank you for joining me on this episode of Best Friends Talk Funny. How are you doing on this fine evening? What is up? Um, I'm doing great. Finally uh, coming out of a little podcast uh, hiatus retirement for maybe like uh, five months now or something like that. Six months. Uh, Feels good to be back on the mics. Yeah, I was a guest on your show, uh, PlayStation Best Friends uh, or PS Best Friends, right? Yeah. Uh, well, that was what last year or something like that. Um, that must have, yeah. I mean, so we started that back in April of 2017 and mm-hmm. uh, went pretty much 100 episodes through earlier this year, which is kind of crazy because I'm looking on a time hop and seeing like my tweets from like a year ago or even like two years yeah. ago. Like you tweeted, everyone listened to episode three or something. I'm like, wow, that, <laughs> yeah. that was a while. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we did that for a while. Me, Anthony Paul, Miguel Alvarez, uh, great dudes, other best friends, of course. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of shifted that towards a uh, Faster Than Reloading, a more first-person shooter-oriented podcast, because uh, that was really just stuff we played. But then uh, that kind of, I guess, fizzled out because we realized we were, were kind of just like going over the same stuff every week, and it was kind of uh, yeah. getting like, uh, you know. Yeah, it's tough trying to find that balance of what to talk about and not make it seem samey. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Do you miss it now that you've been like out of the game for five five months? Yeah, I, I miss the. Uh, I mean, it's gonna sound super like cocky and like super uh, yeah, she, like yeah. douchey, honestly. But I miss like seeing uh, uh, like people like consuming my content, you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah like over the summer, it's kind of like a pride feeling. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. That's what the feeling is. Yeah. Um, like over the summer, I did just like a total throwaway video uh, for Destiny. Literally recorded OBS, uh, both just my mic and game capture for ten minutes. Literally no editing, just raw stuff. Uh, it was like a um, uh, what to do if you skip if you miss Destiny for the last six months. And yeah. that video has like forty thousand views, and I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit. Um, so I definitely missed that, that feeling, itch, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, str- exactly what that what that has done. Um, nice. But no, I am happy to be here. On. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to to uh, to have you here. You are also a, a New York kind of funny best friend. Kind of NYC, um, of course. Yeah, Shouts out. NYC, what up? Uh, have you always lived in New York? Yeah, uh, Brooklyn, born and raised. Brooklyn specifically, actually. Um, right. Yeah, for twenty three whole years, uh, and I cannot imagine living anywhere else. Nice. You've been living that hipster life for your entire life. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we get diverse in Brooklyn, uh, yeah. which we'll probably bring up later. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I'm in that more South Brooklyn, so definitely not okay. like if people hear Brooklyn and they're not from Brooklyn. They definitely mm-hmm. think, uh, oh, I bet this guy's from like Williamsburg or like that type of area. Yeah. But no, I could not be farther from that area. What makes you love Brooklyn so much? Um, two things. I would say the twenty four seven ness. It's like the literally city that never sleeps nature of it um just the fact that i mean i maybe do this what once twice a year but the fact that if i want a pizza at 2 a.m at 3 a.m at any time i literally could get it if i want chinese food at 2 a.m i like everything's accessible at all times um and it really hits you when like you go anywhere else like even like i was like 13 and we went on a family trip to like san diego like for uh mm-hmm. sea world and like legoland stuff like that and i was like perplexed like ma why can't we get food right now it's like 10 o'clock we yeah. came home late from the park like <laughs> things aren't open what does that mean i'm hungry exactly. yeah straight up we had to <laughs> we got cereal from like a walmart or something and like ate in the hotel room um yes i just love how it's literally always open like everything um and then just the diversity of of things of anything really you know the fact that 
in my neighborhood, especially, you could walk from the most like um, orthodox Jewish neighborhood to a super observant uh, Muslim neighborhood to a vibrant Italian neighborhood, like literally within like a 20 minute walk. And it's just like, you know, you talk to anyone outside of New York and they just don't have that. Like, that's not a thing that they even could think of. It's Um, very much samey. Wherever you go, it's kind of like the same view almost in in other areas of the world. Completely. Not even the world, just the states specifically. Yeah. I mean, even even international, uh, Mm -hmm. if you go to places, it's there are very few cities uh, that are as um, mixed up as New York, honestly. Yeah. Um, So you've been there your whole life. Um, You were saying beforehand that you are just coming off of holiday, which which must be nice. Yeah. The Jewish holiday season is in full force or now is over, but was in full force these past couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, you were saying you just got to play a lot of Destiny, like a lot of Destiny. I think that's all I do now. I I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think my veins are just uh, filled with Destiny. I just hit my 777th hour in Destiny 2. Holy crap. Yeah, 700. And then so uh, in my clan, we have like a little chat, uh, and everyone's like mm-hmm. taking screenshots of their hours played, and they are double to triple more than me. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, do they not work? Is that no? How it they works? work. I mean, it's <laughs> I, insane. I understand it from perspective. This, this is the only game you're playing. Um, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, no, I wow, love Destiny. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, hey, you should see these, these people have like two thousand hours <laughs> in Destiny Two specifically. Whoa. Like not even. I, I'm trying to think what is the game that I put the most hours into. I mean, like my if you friend me on PSN, my PSN banner is a picture of how much time. I played Rocket League with the Team Fat Flag. Ooh, how much? And it is was that? like it's like a day and nine hours or something with just nice. that flag. Yeah, and that was obviously I played more before I unlocked that. But I think you know, like Borderlands Three, I'm putting a whole lot of time into Borderlands Two. I played and beaten several times, but I don't think anything has ever come close to like two thousand hours on one single game. Yeah, I mean, I think the longest I played before Destiny single game might have been Bad Company 2, and that might have been, like, 150, 200 hours. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, that was high school, Jeff. I had so much time. That was infinite <laughs> amount of time. Yeah. Uh, and still, yeah, I only got that far. And now we got adult responsibilities and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Speaking about adult responsibilities, what do you do for a living? I am an SEO, search engine optimization analyst at a digital marketing company, uh, 360i. Oh, how'd you fall into that? Um, so I was in production for a while, uh, TV radio. Uh, that's where I went to Brooklyn College for, shouts out. Um, but uh, my brother got me this internship at his company, which was a digital marketing agency, um, mm-hmm. because I wasn't really working at the time. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll take an internship that could lead to a different field. Like, I'll see what it's about. Um, so I did that unpaid internship for three months. And then this uh, other company in the same field was like, all right, yeah, uh, I saw you did that internship. That's a pretty good internship. So uh, you want a regular, like a real job? And this is after literally 23 years, my first like real salary job I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, oh shit, this is a thing. And I'm like, offer is too good to pass up. Uh, a awesome. Stability. So yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I'm searching for is that stability. Um, what is a typical day in the life of an SEO optimizer? Ooh, uh, exhilarating. So first, yeah. sit down, open up my email, uh, get an email, say, the content on these Rotorooter pages doesn't have the keywords, enough keywords. So 
go and put the word plumber in this paragraph three more times. <laughs> so wow. let me tell you, it gets pretty, it gets pretty hot and yeah. hot and sexy uh, in these paragraphs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just keyword optimization essentially. Uh, mm-hmm. It's cool now with like this lens seeing. Uh, like now, like, so I've been an internet user my whole life, but now like actually like opening my eyes, like I could see like why certain tweets are worded certain ways, why articles yeah. are formatted certain ways. Like I, it all makes sense to me. Whereas someone would be like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just clickbait or this is just like stupid reporting. It's like, no, this is clearly trying to rank higher on Google. Yeah. Um, uh, so here's a question for you. Let's say, I mean, I don't run a website or, or anything like that, but on Twitter is basically where I probably see that the most, I guess, from ordinary people, basically using, like, the hashtags and stuff. How, as somebody that is around, like, the SEO stuff, how important is it for hashtags to, like, get your stuff seen? Like, is it, does that really help push your stuff out there more? Um, It's kind of a, a yes and no. Yes, in the mm-hmm. sense that uh, you'll definitely get more organic, um, uh, you know, clicks and, and views and impressions yeah. from having hashtags just because people do, it sounds stupid. And it's like, it might not be something that you do or anyone, you know, actually does, but like people literally just click on hashtags, or just browse it. Like, especially Instagram. That is so important. Yeah. Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. which is, I always felt like super foreign to me. Like I've never do that. I never, I follow the people I follow and that's what I look at. Yeah. Um, so you definitely get in that way. Uh, but then I'd say like the, the no, not really no, but more of a, just like a personal preference where like, you know, you could think they look ugly or they're like they're formatted too flashy or something. So that maybe your uh, or re- like your, your fans that like already follow you might be like, oh, this these this guy's tweets are just freaking hashtags and loaded with emojis yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like not for me type thing. Um, but yeah, no, for organic, definitely hashtags are move are the move. Nice. Pro break down the notes. Yeah. <laughs> Use hashtags sparingly. Yeah, no, exactly. There you go. Um and I've because I've known you for a while. We were talking beforehand. Like it's been three years, which is crazy. Yeah, 2016. We met at a Comic Con meetup, um, which seems so long ago. Yeah, and I I wasn't even at those Comic Cons. Uh, I haven't been to Comic Con since like 2012, <laughs> honestly. But I oh really? Yeah, I, I always come to the uh, the kind of funny meetups though. Those are yeah my favorite. Absolutely. Uh, but since I've known you for a little bit, I know you've done some other things. Um, I wanted to ask you about the uh, the critics um, thing you yeah. were doing so, for a while. Yes, I was a uh, writer at the, uh, or like an intern, I guess, a uh, helper boy, at the New York Video Game Critic Circle uh, under Harold Goldberg, uh, which started off as like this uh, kind of like um, uh, representation group for critics on the East Coast, you know, because it's, yeah. it was always such a West Coast heavy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then now it's more of a, uh, um, I guess like, um, not, it's a nonprofit. That's really what it is. Uh, which actually has Reggie fils on the board. Surprisingly. Wow. Yeah. It's really cool. That's cool. Um, cause you know, he's from the Bronx and he's, and we work with a, uh, high school in the Bronx, um, and get, and teach them classes, uh, through video games. It's pretty, it's a, it's a cool really thing awesome. overall. Yeah. I've really never had that much uh, mm-hmm. uh, assistance on that, I guess. I, I was more just, like, writing articles for the site and stuff like That's that. That's definitely a cool thing because I know, I mean, working in schools myself, I know some teachers, not a lot because it's still kind of frowned upon, but they use games like Minecraft and stuff to kind of help supplement education during the day. Like, you know, building and figuring out how to build a house and geometry and it's really cool, like, the, there are games now that, you know, there's a whole program dedicated to that. 
Yeah, I mean anything from just you know creation in the classroom with like Little Big Planet, or even uh, yeah. I wish I was in school when uh, Assassin's, oh. with the Assassin's Creed uh, Discovery. Um, oh, absolutely. Modes. Those, in Origins, uh, right? Yeah, in Origins and Odyssey. I, I dabbled a little in those, and I'm like, holy shit, this is the It'd coolest way to learn something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I know you. Did you write the review for God of War for the? Uh, yeah. So the, yeah, that probably yeah. was one of the coolest. Yeah. Uh, Maybe like top ten cool things of like my uh, short stunt in the video game industry. Mm-hmm. Um, getting God of War, I think two weeks early, and Insane. having that experience <laughs> pure as can be. Literally, no one could say anything because it was all embargoed. So no one knew anything. Um, yeah. Of course, you know, seeing all the spoilers, seeing the weapon you get, the story. Um, yep. a perfect experience. Um, as someone growing up playing games. How weird was it having a game a full two weeks? And it's a big game. It, that was the <laughs> cool thing. Early. I mean, yeah, especially being yeah. a God of War fan also. Uh, yeah. That was awesome. That was like probably the best uh, way to play that game. Because I I, pretty, oh. I saw once that game dropped, I since I knew all the spoilers and stuff, I'm like, all right, how yeah. quick is it going to be in the first 24 hours? Our thumbnail is going to start spoiling shit. And IGN, yeah. like, how to find the 10 Easter? Like, you know, like the, the yeah. big thing. Um. And I was, I was like, wow. Like, there was a bunch of scenes with, like, the end game mm-hmm. stuff, like, just, like, mm-hmm. randomly posted online. I'm like, damn, you I got, guys. I got spoiled damn. as an admin of the Facebook group. Um, there was some troll in there that changed his profile or made a pro- – like, he used Ooh. an alt to join the group and then changed the name of that to a major spoiler, um, the one that you find out, like, at the end of the game, and just friend requested everybody in the group pretty much. Um, and I was pissed. It was like the day before the game came out. I Damn. Was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, I'm on, I'm on like similar high alert. If you saw Death Stranding spoilers are now out. Oh yeah. I uh, blocked everything on Twitter. <laughs> I cannot. I mean, I feel like that's a hard game to spoil. Like, what are you going to spoil? Like sure. the babies are actually Norman Reed. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like no. it's been inside Metal Gear this whole time. <laughs> like <laughs> he's actually a Metal Gear. Yeah. Uh, no, um, that that would suck. If uh, I mean, so what, what were some of the worst spoiled things you've gotten spoiled? I hope no MCU spoilers have you, you've gotten ruined. Uh, no, we're pretty good with that, um, especially because we have some uh, admins who live overseas and oh, they nice. see it early. So then, anything that comes to mind or anything that pops up in the group, they've already seen it, so they can deal with it and kind of save us American admins that. Uh, have not had the opportunity to see it yet, but I think the God of War one was the worst, the worst of it for sure. Yeah, that was like you. I'm a lifelong God of War fan, and I was very much looking forward to it. It didn't really hurt this what my experiences experience was with the game, but um, I knew that that was that twist was coming, and it just kind of dampened it a little bit when it, it didn't have the impact that I, I believe it should have. Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, also, you, um, uh, there could be an argument for if you know it, then... So, honestly, my expectations were a little too high. I thought we were going... Uh, I thought we were going back to the first game. Like, I thought, well, oh, like, really? some shit's gonna happen. I thought, like, we were gonna refight old bosses or something, and... Oh, uh, Ares is back. Stra- I straight up, I'm like, are we actually yeah. just doing that? So, since my expectations were, like, infinite. But still, you know, it's still sure. awesome, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, no, yeah. maybe I'm misremembering things. But did you not get to meet Corey? Um, yeah. Oh, I did. I, I met uh, 
Corey Barlog, we awarded the uh, the New York Video Game Critics Circle, uh, awarded him the Game of the Year Award for God of War mm-hmm. uh, earlier this. Holy wow, that was that was t- this year. That was January nope. nineteen. Yeah, because it came out last year. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you you gave him the award this year. Wow. But, I, uh, I yeah, mean, this is wow. it's October, but like I don't know. It still feels like it's the middle of the year. You know. You have that it feeling. Does, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, um, Corey is one of the nicest people ever. I mean, I assume you've saw, you've like seen it. Raising Kratos, the documentary. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He oh he is just amazing. Like he is genuinely that person. Like he he will talk to. He was literally talking to fans. Uh, cause, like anyone could come to this award show. It's in New York. Uh, he was just talking to fans for like two hours, like until the until they were kicking people out. Essentially, the venue. That's amazing. Um, yeah, he was great. Uh, shout out to Sean Layden. I got to meet him at uh, E3 2018. Uh, really sucks that he's gone in like the most awkward yeah. way. Also, yeah, yeah. I I hope we kind of figure out what's going on, and I hope it wasn't like a um leaving on bad terms type of thing. Because I I love Sean as well. Um. Yeah, it sucks, but uh, it's really awesome that you got to go to E3 and, and meet him. You went to E3 because of this. Uh, yeah, the circle. Uh, yeah, the, the video game the circle. circle. Uh, yeah, Hal Goldberg once again shouts out. Uh, he pretty much just asks, like, "Yeah, you want to go to E3? I can get you a badge and uh, like comp your uh, airplane." But like, luckily, I had someone I could like. He couldn't pay for a hotel, but like, I had someone that lives in LA, a friend of mine. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so stayed by him. Um, yeah, that that was what? that was an amazing. What's trip. E3 like? Um, so, I mean, it was E3 2018, so, of course, it's getting way more, uh, like, everyone come. If you have 300 bucks, come on, yeah. join us. So, it's a little, oh, sorry, excuse me. That's the downfall of drinking <laughs> Pepsi during podcasts. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there were a lot of just, like, it, it kind of felt like packs where I was expecting okay. more of, like, a, like a you know, business-only type event. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was pretty cool. I, I sneaked my way into like way more uh, behind closed doors demos than I should have. Like I literally, oh, this is my favorite stories. I uh, just walked up to the who published um, Control. Was it Five Hundred Five? Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the yeah, Five Hundred Five just had like a room on the side. I didn't want to talk about Control, and I'm like, all right, let me see if I could just you know show them my just media pass. Right yeah. yeah. So I literally just <laughs> said, yeah, you guys have an open demo. Um, as I'm telling him, as I'm like talking to the the like the, the PR guy. Uh, Kojima and his whole crew, Kojima and uh, Jordan Voigt Roberts, like they were literally nice. a posse walking around. I saw them early in the day. Also, they were like they walk around with like ten security guards around them, two dudes with cameras in the front and back, like making a documentary of Kojima's life. Wow. Um, and uh, while I'm like talking to the guy, he's like, "Yeah, ho- hold on, excuse me, right there." And then like he like, moves over to Kojima, yeah. and I'm like, I- "I'm I'm honored, I'm honored." <laughs> yeah, I'm in his presence. That's pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah. Would or would you love to go back to an E3 again after your experiences? Honestly, I mean, for my experiences, yes. But from yeah. what E3 is now, not sure. really. Uh, yeah. If like I'm so I'm so happy and so lucky that I went to uh, PlayStation's possibly the last press conference. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Like this E3. Yeah. I I, I would. It, like it didn't feel money. the same without PlayStation there. And as a PlayStation guy, it was. It was kind of sad. Not that there wasn't cool things shown off, but it felt incomplete. A hundred percent. It was. It felt super lacking. Um, and uh, even at E3 itself, uh, Xbox isn't even on the main show floor anymore. This was also in 2018, mm. so it's very like separate. And and then like Fortnite, that was Fortnite's biggest year ever. Um, yeah. So they had like this whole thing outside, like this whole like big um, like concourse area it was like just Fortnite, and it was like a mm-hmm. shitload of people. So it was like. 
I don't know. But uh, yeah. the behind closed door stuff, I definitely, uh, it's cool. I like being someone who's listened to podcasts beyond IGN for so long and stuff like that. Yeah. Like seeing like, oh, this is what they're talking about. This is what behind closed doors mean, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm hoping PSX is back in the future because my time at PSX at 2017 was beautiful. I loved that so much. That is uh, so that man. like how small is that? How many people do you think was there? Oh man, um, it, there was a decent amount, but it didn't. I never felt cramped uh, in at PSX. I, I never felt like a Comic Con right or PAX where you're constantly bumping into other people um, because there was plenty of space and there were a lot of games to play. Um, and there was like wide open aisles too. So that's they awesome. Didn't, yeah. They didn't really try to cram a whole lot into there, um, which was nice. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great time. And I was in my element, man. Cause PlayStation is what I play. Oh, I could imagine. And, and everyone's at I the was PlayStation. Just in awe. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like the fact, like you said, you got to play God of War two weeks early. The fact that I got to play Detroit before it was oh, released. Oh yeah. Nice. Like, oh my God, that was such a thrill for me. And seeing, um, you know these cool experiences of like you could pose with Spider Man on a on a fake building, where <laughs> uh, the Days Gone thing where they had uh, freakers just walking around and scaring you, and there's a whole God of War exhibit where you can like hold the axe and get a pose on on the the uh, the boat from the game and. God, PSX is special, man. That's how you do a fan event right there. That, that's why. That's like why I feel like that's so much more special than like a Comic Con, a, a PAX, or E3 yeah. because it's hyper specific to one thing. You know, mm-hmm. you could be at PAX and you're talking to a guy like, "Oh, I'm actually into board games, not video games, or something like that." Or yeah, yeah. Comic Con. Oh, I'm into TV shows, not the movies or whatever. Uh, but if you're at PSX, you know, you're into PlayStation. You care Absolutely. about trophies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. Very much so. Uh, so other than games, uh, Jeff, what else are you into? What do you do for fun when you're not optimizing Roto-Rooter's uh, website? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm optimizing my Destiny loadouts. Um, no, besides yeah, that, uh, of course, MCU. Huge MCU. M- MCU is literally, like, was my life earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, before so, Endgame. big question. Are you buying that giant box set? Nah, I my yeah. our family already has phase one and phase two. Um, okay, and uh, I wish they did a phase just like for the just people who have phase, phase one and phase two. Yeah, just do a phase three box yeah. set. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's I mean, it's I'm with you. Price. I own them all. I, I I'm trying to get them all in Steelbook. I'm only missing like most of phase one. Yeah. Um, but man, I love how when you that set all the spines make that one. The spines, big yeah, those are so cool. I love that a lot. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite MCU? film Ooh, i actually have ranked them i uh oh, i did nice. several rewatches yeah um endgame of course i think endgame yeah, is the uh endgame is the best i'm pretty sure i have endgame infinity war homecoming as my top three let me see if that mm, is correct that's, that's a solid top three for sure yes, i have mine as well i can't remember what my top three are um yeah now yeah, that, that exact is, list <laughs> yeah endgame is 100 percent number one for me that movie's special, man. I don't think we'll ever see something like that ever again. A culmination of a decade worth of movies, you know? I was getting chills when I watched the Chinese bootleg rip, um, <laughs> like, like a day or two after it came out, uh, yeah. a, uh, the uh, Avengers Assemble scene. Like, I'm like, I need mm-hmm. to see this again. And I was, like, still getting chills. I'm like, I'm, I'm watching it on my phone, like, in yeah. the shittiest of quality. I'm like, oh, my God, this is... I still get chills watching that scene. 
I get chills just thinking. About yeah, straight up, yeah. <laughs> conceptually <laughs> or thinking just, of it. Just thinking about how some characters are, are wrapped up at the end of that movie. I'm like, oh my god. Uh, my top three are Endgame, Infinity War, and then I got Civil War at number three. Nice. I That's my Civil fourth. War. That's my fourth. Yeah. Uh, Homecoming for me is number five. No, number six. Okay. Um, I was actually I actually loved Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is four for me. Cap- oh. Um, it's, I know it's way higher yeah, than most yeah, people. It's a but, card. Um, and then Guardians Volume 2 is number 5. Guardians Volume 2, I think on my rewatch, I put above Ragnarok. I think that, mov- that mm. movie has some wild jokes that, like, yeah. this isn't a Hollywood AAA, like, big budget movie. Like, mm-hmm. this is literally just like, it's like an internet joke or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, like, amazing. Yeah. I always like I tend to rank movies higher when it can effectively make me cry <laughs> and how Ooh, long true. it can. And Guardians two for sure I cried like a baby several times. Yeah, yeah, you always uh, forget how like emotional the uh the whole um the father relationship uh is yeah. towards the end of that movie. Absolutely. Um so yeah, MCU obviously it's a huge huge part. What else? Um MCU um now rewatching Star Wars, of course. Getting nice. hyped up yep. for that. Uh I'm gonna start that soon myself. Yeah, just watched Phantom Menace last night. Um, oh I realize I'm like getting pretty close. Like now, I think if you start now, you have nine weeks till yep. nine. So, mm-hmm. gonna try optimizing that. Um, and uh, a lot of TV. A lot, so, what I've been doing now, so I used to you know bring my switch on the train uh, whenever I go to work. Um, but now with this new job, uh, there's kind of a transfer in the middle. So it kind of mm-hmm. cuts that train ride into like little awkward time slots. So it's like thirty minutes yeah. and then fifteen minutes, and it's like. You can't really get into. I mean, some games you could like a Tetris or something, but like I was playing Astral Chain and that was really hard to uh, play in like twenty minute bites. So I yeah. started downloading Netflix shows or Amazon shows and just binging those on trains. And I've been, I got through the whole uh, series of Mad Men, first time ever watching it, um, mm-hmm. within like a month. Um, That's awesome. Love that. I highly recommend Mad Men. If yeah, I've never seen a minute of Mad Men. Same, and <laughs> it's well worth it. It's a it's a great That's show. Awesome. Um, also just wrapped up the boys highly okay. recommend everyone watch it. have you watched that not yet I, I i so many people are telling me to just watch that and now i've become that dude who's telling everyone yeah. to watch it i i've asked like yeah. the same person three times like do you watch the boys you stop to watch it you watch the boys yeah i'm i'm notoriously mr late to the party though like i will be late to the all these things that people love like uh spoiler alert i've never finished breaking bad Ooh, oh, that's so killer. I need that's the, killer. That is that is at the top of my priority right now. When I find the time, I have to do that. And then, like speaking of Netflix, like I did not see the last season of Daredevil. I didn't watch Punisher. Uh, well, I mean, he, that guy just got kicked out. You saw the uh, the Marvel t- the Marvel TV. Oh uh, yeah, showrunner just got what's his name? Jeff, not Jeff Loeb, is it? I think so. so something Loeb, yeah, something short like yeah. that. And now Kevin Feige's now in charge of everything, which I'm kind of okay with. I thought he didn't have enough time, honestly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where he's going to all this time for him. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Sony told me he didn't have that, enough time. If that means we have a chance of Charlie Cox showing up in a MCU movie, uh, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm so curious what he's going to do with those characters. I Yeah. I mean, it, it could be he just knocks them out and he just like, I didn't make him, fuck him. But we'll see what he does mm, with that. Yeah. Um, uh, what what is your favorite TV show of all time? Ooh, great question. I have an answer for movie. My favorite movie of all time is okay. Social Network. That's easy. Oh um, wow, interesting. Yeah, uh, that's the first time I've heard someone say that is their favorite movie. I love every bit of that movie. I do rewatch every year. 
Um, <laughs> what about that movie so special? Uh, the writing, the directing, the acting, and the characters. Um, mm-hmm. It's really because whether whether it's accurate or not is is like not the issue. Like I have a lot of people yeah. uh, like who give give it shit. It's like oh this is not actually how it happened. It's like who cares? It's a movie. I'm yeah. literally going into this world where this is how Facebook Absolutely. was created. You know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It, it's just such a great uh, portrait of this uh, like loser kid essentially uh, just trying to win a girl back, but like mm-hmm. doesn't know how in the worst way possible. Uh, and and expects after like all his success that it means something. I don't know. I I, lo- I love that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and Aaron Sorkin's writing is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Like that quick dialogue, kind of uh, harkens back to like that Kevin Smith style, where it's like this isn't Absolutely, how real people yeah. speak, but like I, I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, speaking, you Kevin Smith though. fan at all or no? Yeah, I I like Kevin Smith. Uh, I mean, I like sorry the View Askew verse. Yeah, for sure. I uh, I. I'm excited to hopefully watch uh, the Jane Silent Bob reboot. I was um, getting so frustrated that he didn't give any concrete information about uh, coming to digital that I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to the, the, the Fathom events showing and I uh, saw it last week. How uh, was it? It was great. It, it's exactly what yeah. you're expecting. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Kevin Coella didn't really like it that much. Kind mm-hmm. of totally disagree with him. Uh, I thought like if you knew what you were expecting, it, it lived up to those expectations. Honestly, gotcha. Uh, but right. then, yeah, back to favorite show. I'm gonna think yeah. about. It. I'm gonna give it to Always Sunny. It's Always Sunny oh, in Philadelphia. That's fantastic choice. Is that, that yours? An- another show where I love the writing on the comedic side of things on that one because it's just so unabashedly in your face, and there, there's a lot of dark humor, but it it hits more often than it misses, and it rarely misses. The things they do in that show are, I don't know how, I don't know how they think of them. They're, yeah. they're just like, what does this writer's room look like? It's amazing. Yeah, for sure. Um, just the whole Nightman is one of my favorite things ever. I used to watch that uh, show. So you can't see, but this is a two bedroom room uh, okay. with my brother. Uh, the seasons one to four before season five came out, which I think is like now a decade ago. Uh, I would stay up until like 2 a.m. binging those on like illegal yeah. pirating sites, like before Netflix even. Yeah. Um, and just laughing my ass off. And every morning he'd kill me. He's like, dude, I couldn't sleep at all last night. You're just laughing so hard. I'm like, I don't give a shit. It's always, it's, it's, the first four seasons were amazing. Yeah. Danny DeVito is a national treasure for sure. I got to meet him. Oh, did you really? Yeah. He I was at a, uh, uh, a community event I was at, uh, that, um, the runner. So like, uh, a, per- a person in my Jewish community uh, is actually somehow friends with him. And like Dan- 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 Danny DeVito, for some reason, I wanted to call him yeah. Frank Reynolds as his real name. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, wait, which one's his real name? Uh, just happened to be there. I was like, support. And I'm like, well, he's actually right there. And I'm just like, hey, That's can I get crazy. a picture? And he like did a good trash man type pose. And it was great. <laughs> how tiny is he in real life? <laughs> oh, so short. He's, so, he's a small he's man. So it's, it's amazing. It's, I don't know how he contains that much power. Nice. Um, now, because uh, you are a guest on the show, I have to ask you. I ask every guest this: uh, your Twitter handle, Mister Brawl ninety six. What's okay. the origin of Mister Brawl? So for that, we're gonna have to go back to uh, the origin of Mister Brawl ninety six, which is Brawl ninety six uh, or Brawl underscore ninety six, which was my Ooh. GameSpot handle, uh, GameSpot dot com forums back in 
I know the exact date, 220, 2008. Uh, wow. This was a month before uh, Brawl came out, of course, for Wii. Um, mm-hmm. And I wanted to make an account for the, uh, to just comment on the Nintendo forums, like the Nintendo sub forums on GameSpot. Uh, Brawl is my favorite game, or like my favorite most anticipated game, 96, the year I was born. Put those together, bada bing, bada boom. Uh, then a year later, condensed that when I made my PSN in 2009 to Brawl 96, no space. Mm-hmm. Then uh, going into 2000 and when did Gears 3 come out? Was that 10 or 11? I have no idea. Yeah, I, either way, whenever that came out, that's when I got my Xbox 360. Yeah. Uh, and also wanted to like start doing a YouTube uh, uh, career. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, what do all YouTubers have in their name? You got you to have a mister. You got yeah. Yeah. Mr. Raffle Waffles, Mr. Bad Bit, all, all the yeah. legends. Mm-hmm. Um, so threw Mr. Brawl 96 on that. Uh, and there you go. And that is the story of that. Nice. Nice. Why uh, are you still such a uh, Smash fanatic? I know that's a stupid question because I think most people are still loving Smash. I wish I wish I had my whole Amiibo collection in my room, but sadly it's all <laughs> in the basement. Uh, yeah, I am a huge Smash yeah. fan. Uh, not so good at it, but uh, I know a oh, shitload about it. Yeah. yeah. Who's your main? Oh, I don't have a main. I was actually talking to Alex O'Neill about this the other day on oh, yeah. uh, Destiny. Um, he's like, yeah, who's your main? I'm like, it's impossible. With Ultimate, you can't have a main. There are s- over 70 so characters. Choices, right? Yeah, I, My main is Shuffle at this point. It's random. Uh, so, seeing as how uh, Sakurai is probably never going to stop adding <laughs> characters, who's your dream character? Goku. Uh, if, Goku? Goku, if Goku comes is announced for Smash, honestly, I get giddy just thinking about the, the potential of him coming to Smash. Uh, I think I'll explode. I don't know what what I'll do. Um, he said it'll never come, which yeah. kills me. But uh, I still have, I still hope. Never say never. Who I knows? know. I'm mad. I, when they announced the Fighter Pass two, I, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, there's still, there's still a chance. There's still a chance. We could get him. So do you think Waluigi is part of Fighter's Pass two? He's got to be, right? I don't know. I mean, I got the Waluigi amiibo on me at all times, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, I. I, it doesn't fit the rules that Sakurai puts in place, you know. Like, yeah, it has it has to be the next game. I feel I, I, he wouldn't yeah. double up like that. All right. Uh, so we're He's at that part of the trophy. show. Yeah, we're uh, we're at that part of the show, Jeff. Where my guest brings to me and everyone else listening one thing that they think people should listen to, watch, read, or play. So, what is that one thing you have for us? Um, so yeah, already talked about it. Uh, I'm not going to say destiny cause I've mm-hmm. been actually trying to get people like, cause it's not free to play, but trying to get people on it. And like, I'm realizing like, this is a very hard game for people. Like there is a lot yeah. of things in like, if you have to be really prepared to play destiny. So I'm not, not going to mm-hmm. say destiny is for everyone. Um, however, especially if you're listening to the podcast, I did bring it up the boys. Uh, it is mm-hmm. really an amazing show. Um, I kind of also like, all right, I'll put that on my backlog when I heard everyone talking about it early this summer. Um, but that show is amazing. It is such a cool look into, uh, a world with superheroes that we literally never seen before. I mean, maybe in the comics, mm-hmm. the, the comic yeah. version of the boys. Um, but just seeing flawed superheroes and a, a very real and very grounded world and what it would look like if there were superheroes in a world. And, um, you know, like, like they're, uh, heralded as like, uh, like more powerful than like, like, uh, world leaders but also more popular than like uh actors uh Mm -hmm. so like they have their own movies but they also have like their own uh like they're also saving the day and stuff it's it's a really fascinating take yeah um and however i i noticed also like halfway through i'm like 
they don't really do that many like super powered stuff. Like there's not that many explosions or like CG stuff because I mean mm-hmm. you know it's still an Amazon show. Um, but that really doesn't take away at all from it. So, so it's more about like their egos now that yeah, they're, oh, hundred like, percent, yeah, bigger exactly. than anything, yeah, yeah, and That's how like awesome. they're protected, yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah. It's pretty. I mean, eight episodes, about fifty minutes each on average. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have a long commute, I would recommend anyone watch it. And if you have Amazon Prime, downloads it to the phone. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy it's peasy. definitely on my list. Like, I obviously love superhero stuff, and I've heard great things about it. Are there any like good heroes in this show? Or are they all kind of like flawed? Um. Yeah, I mean, you could say, like, there's one good hero, but, like, of course, like, she has her flaws, like, mm. uh, yeah, no, there's no, like, yeah, they, they don't have any, like, actually, like, Captain America's in the show, which I'm, which makes, which oh. fit, fits what's going on, you know, in the sense that, yeah. like, if there was someone like that, it would kind of ruin it. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, we're best friends, talk funny, it's all about the kind of funny best friends, gotta ask you there, sir, what got you into kind of funny? Ooh, I, love it. I was prepared for this question. Um, yeah. So I was actually yeah, I was trying to think back when I first heard Greg Miller's amazing loud voice. Um, yeah. And it pretty sure it dates back to December 2009. Um, Man, you're really good with the dates. Yeah, I mean, because you know, they, they all make sense because they all are attributed yeah. to something else. Uh, so from like 2008, I really got into podcasts, like really, or like on my iPad 9, I was downloading them on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, started off with like uh, I think GameSpot's the Hotspot and the Joystick Podcast, uh, which was probably I think the Joy- Joystick Podcast is still one of the best podcasts ever. It was uh, Justin McElroy uh, or McElroy, uh, Chris Grant, mm-hmm. and sometimes Griffin McElroy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so I was listening to podcasts for a year. Picked up Nintendo Voice Chat uh, somewhere through the line. Um, so now I was open to the IGN podcasts. Uh, they always talked about, you know, if you have a, if you're an Xbox fan, listen to unlocked. If you're a PlayStation fan, listen to beyond. Uh, but since I never really bought a PlayStation three until, um, uh, December, 2009, that's why I remember that for Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no reason to listen to beyond, but I'm like, all right, now I own a PlayStation. I listen to Nintendo voice chat every week and now I'm adding podcast beyond. So, uh, since then, uh, literally listen to every week. Uh, not anymore. I mean, the the Colin Gregg and Ryan Clements error. I still think is the best. Mm, yeah. Shouts out to Pwam Swider. Yeah. Um. So listen to that. Uh. All the way through. Um. Didn't actually jump on to the Game Over Greggy show. Uh. Right away. That took me a minute. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Because it, it, it felt kind of like a barrier for you. It it I don't really know who Tim or Nick were honestly. It, ah, it was Tim okay. or Nick. I'm like, all right, who? Like, I know 50 percent of the show. I don't know if I could get yeah. behind a whole hundred percent. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it just it didn't seem like um, it it was that I guess like crucial in terms of like I already had like I think maybe like a dozen podcasts I was listening to at the time. It's so mm-hmm. like ooh, adding another podcast. I'll find. I gotta see if I could find time for that. Uh, and then I don't know when I jumped on fully. I think maybe uh. It was like 20 episodes of Game Over Greggy. Uh, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll finally listen to this something. Was was there a yeah. thing where it wasn't on iTunes at first, maybe? And it was only on YouTube? I don't know. I believe so when it first started. Yeah, I think the first maybe... Mm, I would want to say 10 were just on YouTube, but... Okay, yeah, that, that, that might have been all, also... It's all foggy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, when they did the kind of funny switch, that was actually wild because I was on my gap year in uh, Israel at the time. Um, so I'm. What is the uh, gap year? Uh, so after high school, before college, I uh, 
took a year off on this um, accredited traveling program, essentially. Uh, and it was oh, based okay. in Jerusalem. And uh, we'd spend like um, a couple weeks learning about Jewish history and stuff and Jewish communities around the world. And then we'd uh, spend a couple weeks out of each month going to visit them and stuff like that. So, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that, that's why I still love Brooklyn amongst all else, even being around the world. Brooklyn is still the wow. best. Um, so, yeah, so I was just in my dorm room listen, uh, downloading my podcast, like get an internet connection. And then I saw uh, we're leaving iGen or like uh, why we quit iGen or, or whatever the name yeah. of the beyond was. And oh, my God, yeah. I, I was in tears during that episode. Yeah. That I remember waking up and seeing the thumbnail. I've said it multiple times on the show, but seeing the thumbnail on YouTube, it, the white background with them just kind of like standing there neck like leaning on each other why we quit ign i was like oh oh boy <laughs> I, yeah i don't think because i i think i heard it from the beyond side maybe mm-hmm. I, I mean i i yeah i forgot exactly how i heard it but then i i remember listening to something or like on twitter and then being like wait what the fuck and then going over to the youtube and then watching them live uh that was intense um yeah but uh yeah so um and then yeah i guess just really been a fan since Mm-hmm. Since uh, yeah, so since uh, you know, jumping on from 2009 till now, uh, uh, of with the kind of funny guys, uh, what is your favorite piece of uh, content that they they produce? Uh, it's like, yeah, it's definitely yeah. changed throughout the years. Um, but now I really gotta say, uh, which I, I really sucks because I didn't get on the train until after uh, the kind of funny world tour in New York. Um, yeah. But uh, KFAF. Um, yeah. I, I binged that literally like three days after, uh, Andy was at the, in New York with, uh, the 48 K club shirt. I didn't understand any of the jokes people were saying. I didn't really know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, everyone seems to be around this. I think I'll jump out to KFAF, uh, binge yeah. like the first like dozen episodes or something. And, uh, yeah, no, that is some yeah. of my favorite stuff right now. They got robbed. I demand a recount streamies demand a recount. Are the streamies even relevant anymore, honestly? No, but I think that would that would have been cool. Just... Nick and Andy are giving them too much power. <laughs> I think if if they did win a streamie or even get nominated, I would love to see what that episode would look like. Oh, that'd be like amazing. the production that'd... value. <laughs> and just the skit beforehand, like, oh my god, it would have been gold. Um I think yeah, yeah. I think that's actually also what, what hooked me onto it, the uh the office skit. Uh, oh, god, I think so that good. brought me into it. I wish they did more longer form of that kind of stuff. I mean, kind of long form yeah. skits and 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 not just like maybe a 30, 45 second buffer. The way they talk about it, though, it seems like Nick puts like so much work into it. He's like, I'm sure. yeah, that took me forever yeah. to do that five minute thing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah KFAF cool. is a great choice. Um, my next question that I ask people um, is why most people just, you know, watch or listen and go about their business and don't really interact too much with uh, other fans um, and don't really call themselves, you know, if whatever fan base has certain names for their fans, like kind of funny has best friends. So why do you consider yourself a KFBF? Um, hmm. Like you had a PlayStation show PS best friends. Uh, why, why, why lean into that? Uh, I would say because it's such a it's rare, honestly, that you could find such a uh, devoted community for something, mm-hmm. you know, from the, the like, uh, hmm, how can I say this? Like the fans, like if 
Craig yelled the word beyond or just mentioned beyond in a yeah. live audience, everyone, everyone shouts beyond back. And it's just like mm-hmm. the fact that so many uh, people could uh, huddle around like the same thing um, without really, uh, I guess, I mean, yeah, with, with so much like acceptance of something uh, is really yeah. cool and really haven't seen in many other communities. Um mm-hmm. I mean, Mega64 has similar things, but really not yeah. as connected and as uh, central to the uh, product as um, kind of funny. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, yeah, I yeah. think it's just so cool to be part of something like that uh, yeah. instead of just a uh, outsider or like a uh, inactive fan. I think, I think it, yeah. you, it, the content and like your enjoyment of it definitely benefits when you're... Um, uh, I guess like more ingratiated with the mm-hmm. uh, fan base and with the following. Absolutely. And I'm going to ask you this cause, and I'm beating myself up cause I did not ask Caesar this when he <laughs> was on. Um, but how mind blowing was it? Cause you mentioned it before showing up to the kind of funny world tour in New York and seeing the amount of people that showed up. <laughs> that was amazing. That was actually an amazing experience. Uh, I yeah. was really expecting like, a hundred, two hundred people. So were we. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool. And, and there were, um, I know a couple of the kind of funny fans in New York that were like, yeah, I don't really, I didn't think it was going to be that big. So I didn't really want to show up. Uh, oh, I'm wow. like, dude, it was insane. Yeah, absolutely insane. It, if we didn't paint a picture on it on previous episodes, we, we booked a bar or, or we found a bar that said, oh yeah, you, we can house, you know, up to a hundred people. And, I don't know if you ever got inside the place, Jeff, but the upstairs portion was not very big, and that's what the part of the bar that was blacked off for. Oh just wow, us, that would be impossible. Just that upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, we packed it out, and it was down the street, and it took hours into the darkness. We went to a nearby park because the the wait staff inside that bar was mad at us because not enough people were ordering, and I think they just used that as an excuse to like. Get us out. I mean, I, I didn't. I I went actually up to the oh. bar pretty early and ordered a burger. Yeah. All right, so I was. Yeah. A, 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 I'm sure they made bank. A paying for oh oh there. my god, easy. Um, so I don't know what that waitress was talking about. Um, but yeah, that was an insane, insane day. Um, what it, I mean, obviously, I would change some things to make it a little bit smoother, but that experience was absolutely fantastic. I mean, it kind of makes sense also. It is New York City, and a lot of people yeah. did come from around uh, the tri-state yeah. area. I, like, I was talking to a couple of people that were from like, Canada, that like drove down from Canada. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, They don't really come out to the East Coast, so I kind of knew it was going to be bigger. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we don't get that chance of seeing more than maybe just one or two of the kind of funny people out here. Um, and I hope this shows them, like, hey, we're out here. Come on out more often. And we got nearly all of them. Who who didn't we get? Was it Kevin or no, Barrett? Maybe um, was there. Kevin did not come. Barrett did not come. Yeah, but uh, we got Joey, Andy, Nick. Yeah, cool, Greg. Tim, cool, Greg. Greg was cool, Greg. Me. Oh God. Cool, Greg's the man. I love Cool, Greg. Um, <laughs> dude, I was I was uh hitting it up with Cool, Greg. Let me tell you, yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> Living that Cool, Greg life. Um. Man, I wish I could live that life. Uh, but uh, we're he had the great. Like, he had the greatest story actually, which I, I still think to like tell my higher ups and like anyone training me to that. Like, if I could do, but like only Cool Greg has the balls. The way he learned how to edit um, the kind of funny shows is yeah. he literally had Kevin show him, 
and he just puts his iPhone up and videos it while he's doing. And his logic is that if I just follow it one for one every time, I can't get it wrong. And I'm like, that's fucking genius. That makes so that much is sense. Genius. <laughs> it's like if, if you wow. literally just follow the instructions one for one, you can't fuck this yeah. up. And he's like, and I never fuck it up. And I get it done each time. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. That's awesome. he just watches the video each time he does it. I mean, I assume why now, go to school? Yeah, just just you know, students in college just take a video of everything. Exactly. Just yeah. Use that video on tests and stuff. You'll be good. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, a little piece um, of wisdom right there. Yeah. Uh, so now we're going to talk about um, this show that you brought up, the Game Over Greggy Show, which is now the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each episode, my guest brings a topic for us to, to discuss amongst ourselves. So, Jeff, what is that topic? So you we have kind some of, three good ones. I have three good ones, and I'm pretty sure we went over uh, one of them, of course. Okay. Yeah. The, I mean, the best city in the world, episode 24. Uh, yeah. I mean, Brooklyn, of course. We already went yeah. over that. And don't say it's a borough. I hate when people do that. It's, for all intents and purposes, it is a city. Real um, quick question. Hit me. Brooklyn. Is it on Long Island? Is it on Long Island? Hmm. I've had very intense arguments with people when I went to school upstate. I mean, I, I'm not going to disagree they're geographically connected, but uh-huh. I wouldn't say I there's any intersection. I would say Long okay. Island and Brooklyn are, are completely different. But do, you wow. say the, do you say Brooklyn's on Long I Island? S- I do, ah. yes. For the strict, because, you know, geographically. It is geographically, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I can't deny that, but... Yeah. All right, that's fair. I just, that was a fun question I wanted to ask you. Um... Yeah, You're from yeah, Long Island, we'll, correct? You're in Long Island right yeah, now? All the way out of east. Yeah. Yep. That's wild. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, instead I will drop a really good one. I forgot the, what they said, but I remember when I first heard this topic brought up, I'm like, oh, that's a great question. Um, episode 30, Tim's uh, segment, um, websites we visit every day. Mm. Um, For sure. Yeah, there's a lot, I feel like. Sure. I feel like I wake up, I check Twitter. That's... 100% one. Facebook, obviously. Uh, I use YouTube every single day without fail. Yeah. Like, I, I barely watch live TV. The only time I watch something is, like, if I have, like, a, a trashy, guilty pleasure reality show that I love to watch or a sports game. Uh, one of those sports balls references for you. <laughs> uh, or, uh, you know, like, live wrestling. Like those are the only reasons why I really stick to TV. But YouTube is my main consuming of content, really. Yeah, same. It's kind of weird how little. I mean, the only time I ever really ever watch live TV is if I just like made some dinner and like I'm in the living room and it's like all right, I'll turn something on just as like background fodder. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, mostly all YouTube. Um, it's it's an interesting question because I remember also when I heard it. Uh, I feel like I don't visit sites as often as I used to. Back in the day, I had bookmarks. Literally, this is my 2008 uh, uh, morning routine. Wake up, put waffles on the toaster, open up smashbros.com, check out the dojo, <laughs> see what Sakurai uploaded today, what fun nice. little piece of tidbit information. Uh-huh. Uh, then opened up another tab, joystick.com, scrolled until uh, I didn't see anything new. All the Joystick was so good. I love that. I mean, that format is still sticks with me today because I, I read uh, Twitter chronologically, and that's yep. literally how I used to look at joystick. Mm-hmm. Um, and gadget, of course, the same thing. Um, and then, uh, GameSpot forums, uh, making sure I, I started looking back at those. I'm not sure if I, I posted it on Twitter. Or I was just sharing it with my friends, 
but I had the wildest post. I don't know how they let a 10-year-old on, on the GameSpot forums, honestly, <laughs> or a 12-year-old. Um, I was just saying nonsense. That's crazy. I remember yeah. my, my most popular uh, or most commented thread was, um, it, was something, it was written out so stupid. It was like all undercase, uh, OOT, most overrated game ever. And like there was one of those, and like overrated had one R. And I didn't play Ocarina of Time at the time. I literally just mm-hmm. hated how everyone on the this, this Nintendo forum <laughs> loved it so much. And I'm like, yeah, this game's shit, like all broken English. And uh, that had like 10 pages of comments. <laughs> and like, wow. I'm like, do these people, now thinking back, like, did they know they were arguing with an 11 year old? Like, for real. Exactly, right? Oh, gee. Wasting their time on an 11 year old. That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those are really the sites back in the day. But I feel like now it's really just like what you said it's Twitter and fa- it's the social media platforms. And yeah. whoever you follow, I guess, are really the sites you look at, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you, you bringing up, like, the, the, you know, the Smash Bros. forums and stuff made me remember back in college, uh, yeah, freshman year of college, when Guitar Hero 1 came out, right? I was obsessed with getting the high score on all these songs on Expert and stuff, and to the point, like, the following year, I think it was the following year, Guitar Hero 2 came out. I can't remember if they were yearly installments, but it felt like it. Um, There was a website called Mm scorehero.com where you can, like, follow the high scores and post your high scores, and there was a leaderboard there with people around the world. I used to check that all the time to see if my ranking was still the same and did you have to post any proof did you have to have like a video of it or i think you i just type it in i can't i can't, I can't remember <laughs> there was some sort of um verification system verification yeah but i i just because yeah like what you're just gonna say you got the score and whatever um take a picture of yeah, your screen the, post send it to nintendo power <laughs> yep that was one and also like i don't know See, I'm older than you, so I don't know if these were still, like, relevant when you were growing up, but sites like Newgrounds, like, when I was in high school, and, and uh, like, playing the weird games on there, um, all these Flash games sites were also huge for me when I was in high school. Um, yeah, I had my own... Newgrounds was kind of, like, too sketchy. I think it started becoming, like, a... Like, it, it was, like, phased out, kind of. Not phased out, but, like... Yeah had more, like, inappropriate ads and shit like that. Yes, um, it like, definitely... During my yeah. era, um, I had other Flash sites, like miniclip.com, or, like, Miniclip's cheap... Or was another it? one. Mm-hmm. There's something with a monkey. It was um, Crazy Monkey Games or something. It was some other... Ooh, some okay. weird name, yeah. Addicting Games is another one. Addicting... Like no, I remember that as well. Um, yeah. yeah, those are some frequented... Those those had their own bookmark folder for games yeah. on, on uh, Firefox. Oh, man. <clears throat> Yeah, but like you said, we don't really just use websites anymore, really. Like, everything's an app. And usually, like you said, social media is first and foremost. Um, <coughs> like, if, if Kind of Funny had more of, like, an interactive website, maybe I'd go to it more often. But not, like, you know, everything's... I was actually YouTube on the website uh, yesterday looking for when the Phantom Menace uh, interview was going to get posted. Oh, nice. <laughs> they don't even have it on that. Like, their, their schedule is just yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I honestly, like, I don't remember the last time I went to IGN's homepage. Uh, it's all, oh, I, yeah. I clicked the links. I clicked through the links from their, uh, their tweets. Yeah. That's a good call. I, maybe yeah, I used to freak with the hell out of their homepage, but yeah, yeah. No, nothing. I think maybe another website I might go to, you know, as a, as a fellow PlayStation trophy whore, Ooh, uh, PSN, PSN profiles. profiles. Yes. Okay. That is 100%. a frequent tab open. <laughs> um, uh, 
and um, oh my god, game facts. Sometimes when I look for uh, trophy guides or, or you, you go, oh, oh yeah, for trophy guides, I guess. I don't think yeah. I've ever gone to GameFAQs. I don't know what GameFAQs' homepage looks like. It's literally always oh, wow, for really? specific questions I have, and then like the GameFAQs uh, link would like a post would be hot up top, and I'd click in through that and like see their oh, old wow, style. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's weird thinking about when we were younger how important knowing these sites are to now. Like, yeah, oh, 100%. Everything's made very easier for us to access. Uh, yeah. I mean, it kind of also like in a good and bad way where like if you're on the regular Twitter app, like some shit could be like buried or like you could like miss shit. That's why I'm on shout out Tweetbot, the only good remaining Twitter app on the app store. It's a paid app, but it has no bullshit, only tweets uh, in chronological order. None of the oh, this guy liked this thing. And then this guy, then that guy liked another thing. So here it is on your timeline. Mm. It's literally who you follow in order all of them uh i that's think that's nice. like made me like super ocd and like i i, I have checked yeah. every tweet ever in the past like five years like i have not missed a single tweet because <laughs> like awesome. it gives you the number and shit on top yeah i'm trying to think of other sites that i might use that i don't think about that is like interesting like not like you know reddit of course my bank account. yeah what reddit of course oh yeah i'm i'm kind of i don't use it i think as much as everyone else does oh yeah yeah, I mean, do you have your why. own uh, account username? I yeah, I have one. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I don't, I don't actively like post to any subreddits or anything. I know a lot of people who actually oh, like their front page. As I'm like, well, where did you see this? And it's like, oh, I don't have an account. Like their front page is just the default front page, and like they never signed in. Like, and it's just like whatever gets shown to them. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like mine is so curated, curated to mm-hmm. the shit I like. Yeah, I do applaud Reddit though for that reason only. Like it's. The front page when you go on there, there's a lot of interesting stuff that you can find that, and it's very easily accessible, which I like. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, so, yeah, when, oh, I I swipe over to the because like you could t- swipe over like the uh, popular, like just like the everyone's main one. Uh, I swipe over to that whenever like, I got finished my whole feed, like when I'm seeing like mm-hmm. old shit. Um, so as somebody that ha- curates their Reddit, what's a what's a subreddit that you want to shout out that you love? Ooh, there's actually a lot of good ones. Uh, a really cool one. Let me load up. What's it called exactly? Is um, where is it? The way we were, the way we were. Uh, one word. Um, it's this. Let me see if they have like what their actual description is. It's uh, what what the about the way we were. What was normal everyday life like for people living fifty, a hundred, or more years ago? Featuring old photos, scanned documents, articles, and personal anecdotes that offer glimpses into the past. This subreddit is focused on content at least forty years old, uh, and it's just like really old pictures of like here's Coney Island in nineteen twelve, or like um, wow. what's on the top right now, uh, a large textile mill in Massachusetts in nineteen forty, and it's just like very interesting cool. stuff. Yeah, a high school in nineteen seventy, like. It's just like day in the life stuff of old yeah. shit. It's like wow, fascinating. That'd be cool to sh- to show like kids in school, because I I I feel like the textbooks are still kind of old even today. Like the same type of textbooks have the same images like when I was a kid. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. So like showing them kind of newer stuff would be cool. Like even when I, it's not forty years or older, but like when I'm telling kids in second grade like. You know, I didn't have a cell phone when I was your age. Like, cell phone was not a thing. <laughs> and in order to go on the internet, you so no one would be allowed to be on the phone because it you had to be one or the other. 
I mean, hey, even more primitive uh, on the homepage right now is kids working as pin setters in a New Jersey bowling alley in 1909. And it's literally uh, kids, like a bunch of like little nine-year-olds standing near like where the pins are in a bowling alley, setting the pins up. I'm not even joking. This is a great picture. What an awful job that would be. That that seems hilarious. Where do they even stand when they roll the ball? Oh, um, God, that sounds like torture. Yeah, so if you're look, if you're a Reddit lurker and you haven't yet made an account, I highly recommend make an account. Uh, find weird subreddits like this. Um, a, another cool one is Star Wars Magic. That's just a bunch of one word Star Wars Magic. Uh, that's just a bunch of behind the scenes making of uh, like set photos from any of the Star Wars. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of cool. Reddit is yeah, definitely I just, the top. Uh, I like website. the behind the scenes stuff. I just found uh, I came across a um, uh, just before we started recording uh, while I was at work. I was watching a uh, like behind the scenes of the old school Attitude Era wrestling commercials Ooh. and stuff, and how they made them, and just be like how much they goofed off. And took it too far, like in pre-planning these really? like ESPN commercials and stuff. Yeah, like it was really, really funny to see like Paul Bearer at a character and not being as uh, deadly Undertaker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, very much like joking around, having a good time, laughing. <laughs> it was very weird. Um, no, yeah, I love any making of behind the scenes stuff. That is like my juice. I actually just recently watched the um, uh, making of Phantom Menace documentary oh wow okay. that is i didn't really know there cool. was a doc on it that is actually posted on uh that yeah that's the class where the classic line from is uh jar jar is the key to all of this uh from george <laughs> lucas is from uh it's actually just uploaded to the star wars official youtube channel so if you want to watch oh, it wow. just honestly search it i will definitely do that um but yeah so uh those are some top really it uh, i just want to bring this topic up with the websites we visit every day because it's really interesting how it has boiled down from all these different destinations they type in bookmarks, different URLs, different homepages yeah. to literally just a handful of platforms. Uh, so I'm going to ask a, a follow-up question in, let's say in 10 years, right? Are there any of these things we use every day now that we won't? Do you Ooh, see yourself hmm. phasing any of these out? That's a great question. Um, I, I always think that, like, you know, everyone says, like, oh, there's going to be a, a, new, a next Facebook. Like, you know, we had, uh, there was Friendster, then MySpace, and Facebook, and that all happened so fast. Um, yeah. But there really hasn't been change in so long, in a decade, really. I mean, like, yeah. I look at my time hop, and it's, like, all the same platforms, all the same, like, type of interactions and stuff like that. Uh and like we've almost like stagnated and like stayed the same. And like, will yeah. there be a, a shift again? Like, will we all go to another platform? I think if one would one would uh, stop existing or like be used less, probably Twitter. Um, just because they've historically, I mean, it's always it's the uh, vocal minority thing where it's like they do have a smaller install base and, and smaller active users than Facebook and uh, yeah other platforms but like they are the most active so it seems like they're bigger than they are mm-hmm. um i don't think i can fa- see yeah. somebody making a, a different more more user friendly for channels like for youtube i could see somebody making a, a better site where they honor the creators a bit more type of thing and i could maybe see youtube maybe fizzing out but i don't know if t- in 10 years it might be longer 
I mean, honestly, hopefully, but it's it's yeah. <laughs> we really live in this weird, scary world where it's uh, you, you're they're too big. There are yeah companies absolutely. that like it's uh, Google isn't no matter what. Even people I think really don't use Facebook that much. I think Facebook's a terrible platform right now in the sense that uh, if you try looking at your homepage, it's just so like uh, algorithmically curated poorly. I feel like every yeah. two posts is an ad. Every yeah. two posts is from, for some reason, the same dude I friended two years ago that is like the only guy showing up on my thing. Like, why is it not a healthy mix of anyone else? Yeah. Um, but they just have, they're just too big. And I don't think no matter what, like they'll just have the most money and have the most resources that they'll never stop being relevant. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was excellent. Um, Gonna gonna start thinking about what sites I use from now on. Like I'm gonna wake up and, and really take note <laughs> tomorrow morning of which ones I click on. I mean, let's um, see the tabs I got open right now. I got uh, my Destiny tabs, like Destiny Item Manager. Uh, you can move around your Destiny items. I have the Destiny Sets websites, which shows me all my <laughs> Destiny items collected. I have the Destiny subreddit open at all times. You know, you gotta make sure you're on top of that. Oh man. Uh, and then my social media window, which is just Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, uh, and uh, Gmail. Nice. Uh, yes, I guess really nothing different. I thought I was going to find some interesting tab I had open, but I did not. <laughs> um, so we're at that part of the show where we are going to get some questions from the kind of funny best friends and ask you, Jeff. Uh, we got three questions for you. Uh, first one comes from Caesar at Caesar04, which, if you're listening to this and have not listened to Caesar's episode of this show, go and do it. Caesar's awesome. Uh, best Halloween movie. Best Halloween movie. Um, yeah, we're in spooky season. This is spooky season, and which is funny because I've never formally celebrated Halloween as a okay. uh, man of the Jewish faith. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always envied the season, and always really I loved Trials of Horror, loved the uh, mm-hmm. animation domination, like Halloween block uh, yeah. around this time of season. Um, and I love my favorite Halloween movie, Halloween Town. Um, yeah, shout out Disney to Halloween Town Channel original movie classic. Uh, coming to you on November 12th through the yeah, magic of Disney+. Disney Plus. Plus. I'm very excited. My um, nieces love Halloween Town. Really? It's like one of their favorite ones. That's a scary movie. Like, that's a, yeah. I, as a kid, that, that's like some spooky uh, shit going on in that one. Absolutely. Um, a, lo- a lot of the, um, oh my god, the makeup and stuff. Yeah. As a kid, like, lo- it was pretty frightening. Um, Yeah, and I, I was always really scared. Now, like, I guess scared, yeah, as a kid. Um, of the whole like time thing, like oh, dude, what if you were stuck in Halloween Town? Like, what would happen then? Yeah. Um, but no, I I love that concept. Uh, loved Halloween Town two, Halloween Town High. I know. I think in the Facebook chat, uh, was it Caesar who said they they or no Mike Mike Tondra maybe didn't know that there was a two and three. Oh, I uh, think Mike knows. Mike loves Halloween. Mike Town. does. I I, saw, I've, yeah. I can't tell everyone's name is different. <laughs> I know. Hard to keep track. Someone said they didn't know there's a two and three, but yeah, those are amazing films. I don't know there's a fourth yeah. one, though. The fourth one, that snuck up on yeah. me. Um, but the Halloween Town series is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have any other uh, favorite Halloween ta- Halloween films, just because I also hate horror movies. Oh, um, uh, okay. Yeah. I did I, see I Halloween will, last year. Oh, nice. Yeah. The, oh, the, uh, the... The remake, yeah. Technically a remake, yeah. The reboot, yeah. I think that one was more of a reboot than uh, Predator, which I didn't. I didn't know Predator was a sequel. the The recent one, the Shane Black one, 
Mm-hmm. I thought that was like a total brand new thing, but then I, the movie starts and it's like, oh, they're referencing things from the other movies. I didn't see any of those. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, how about you? Yeah, a little lost. Uh, I would. Uh, I want to shout out a movie called Trick or Treat. Um, it's... Uh, now that I said it, I'm blanking on the little... I think it's the little monster's kid's name is like Sam. But basically, it is four different stories happening at the on during one Halloween night. Um, and it's super interesting. Each one is a different tale, and they kind of weave in together towards the end. Um, that's a really cult classic one from when it comes to like Halloween stuff. Um, I think... I mean... It is, I think, directed, or one of them is directed by Brian Singer, which is unfortunate now. Um, but it's still a very quality Halloween uh, flick. So I want to shout that one out. Um, is this Trick R Treat? Trick R Treat, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. 2007 film. Nice. Yeah. Um, your next question, Jeff. Uh, actually, both of these questions come from the same best friend, Luke Lewis, at Lukewarm Lewis on Twitter. Um, first one would be um, also, or if you could eat one ice cream flavor for the rest of your life, what would it be? He asked his middle school students this question, and they were so conflicted. So, Jeff, one ice cream flavor for the rest of your life, what's it going to be? Super, super bland, uh, but it's going to be chocolate vanilla twist. Yeah, and I know, is that one choice. flavor? Is that two flavors? I don't know. It comes from a singular nozzle in the yes, machine. So yes, that guy's going to pull it. It's called Twist. Um, and yeah, no, I love that. I prefer that to honestly, most flavors. Um, yeah. Especially a Carvel uh, Twist in a cup medium. You know what's actually hilarious? Uh, I remember on, I forgot which MC interview, but the guys on uh, Kind of Funny didn't know what Carvel was. Someone used oh, it in their haiku, right. in their haiku and review, and and they're all like, "What? Well, what's that?" And then Tim like has no idea. Like, Andy's like, "I think that's an ice cream thing," and like everyone's like, "No, that can't be. That's, I think it's I think it's something else." And I'm like oh, laughing, wow. watching them. Like, how the huh. fuck don't you guys know what a Carvel is? Yeah, it's weird to me. I did not realize Carvel was so regional then. Yeah, it, I, I wow. then found out. I looked it up. Yeah. Um, uh, what would mine be? Yeah, I love. I when I go to the ice cream shop, it is vanilla chocolate twist for sure. Um, shout out to Ben and Jerry's fish food. I love that one. That one's delicious. It's just chocolate ice cream, marshmallow, caramel, and like these fudge fish candy things in there. Ooh, I feel like the fish food would throw me off. Yeah, (laughs) just the name of it. it, Yeah, uh, if you're offering that, I mean, I bet the Uh, packaging looks very nice. Probably yes. Yeah, descriptions. Um, his other uh, question is uh, favorite memory from meeting another kind of funny best friend. That's a good question. Um, I mean, definitely the first time I met you guys. Uh, that was really cool. Also, yeah. at PAX East, I don't think we formally, this, pa- this PAX East, I don't think we uh, formally like said to meet up anywhere. You guys just like snuck up on me at the PlayStation area. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, Mike, and uh, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I, th- I'm definitely, I feel like there was a time where I met someone like randomly. Like I saw them wearing a shirt. I forgot where it was though, um, but no, yeah, really, any kind of funny meetup. Oh, this is a cool time at uh, E three. There was a kind of funny meetup outside by that Fortnite area I was talking about earlier. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, I'm like looking from far, like, no, that can't be. Uh, it's a dude I went to high school with. He's like the, a year older Whoa. than me, so it's like I always saw him yeah. around high school, but like we weren't friends. I'm like, that can't be. I'm like Jonathan. I'm like, whoa, what's up? And uh, he's waiting in line to at the meet and greet. And I'm uh, and I'm like talking to him, like talking to him as if he knows kind of funny. 
He doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. He's holding his uh, the spot on line for his friend, who's a huge kind of funny fan that I, oh, I wow. guess was from a different school or something. And <laughs> then awesome. I'm like, oh, awkward. And now I'm talking to his friend, and we're like butting it up. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. They were like, I just met this random guy. Uh, he actually was a Marvel. Uh, he worked at Marvel Studios, which like even excelled uh-huh. the meeting cooler. Uh, he was like some CG guy at Marvel Studios. I'm like, holy shit, that's awesome. They're really cool. The that's kind really of funny cool. fan, not the guy I went to high school with. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that was that was a cool moment. That's awesome. Shouts out. Um, Forgot his name. So bef- before we go, Jeff, thank you to Caesar and Luke for asking those wonderful questions. Thank you guys. Um, follow BFS Talk Funny on Twitter. Uh, I will post uh, when you can at sending questions for the next guest. Um, so look out for that for the next episodes. Um, before we go, do you know one Josh Makuga? Yes, of course. His show, The Makuga Show, on YouTube, he ends every episode where he asks uh, three minutes worth of rapid-fire questions. Ooh. Uh, and the first thing that pops in your head, Jeff, is what you answer. And I'm, I call it the Makuga Zone. I like it. All right. I'm ripping it straight from Are these the Josh, same rapid-fire questions, or do they change no, each time? These, these, I think I searched for, like icebreaker questions and it brought me to elfster.com so these are from elfster.com if you ever need some icebreaker questions jeff are you ready let's go should, should i give short answers i see we have rapid fire yeah, short, yeah first rapid, thing rapid, that rapid. pops in your head All right, let's go let's go uh how long does it take you to get ready five minutes texting or talking oh texting every time uh fill in the blank taylor swift is dope is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Yes. <laughs> Ariel or Jasmine? Uh, Jasmine. Favorite junk food? Uh, pizza. Is that junk food? Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. It's junky. Um, do you believe in fate? Uh, destiny. Oh, <laughs> on brand. Uh, <laughs> have you ever worn socks with sandals? Yes, that's a great vibe. Especially the slides, the Nike slides. Oh, that's, that's very cool. Why can't we tickle ourselves? Uh, you could, you just haven't tried hard enough. If Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept? Uh, yeah, he seems like a cool guy. Is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? If no one's looking. Oh, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Uh, would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby penguin? Panda, 100%. Uh, how many pull-ups can you do in a row? Ooh, four. Better than my zero. <laughs> What's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car? Oh, damn. A uh, hundred and... F- I, I, over a hundred, because I definitely wanted to hit that. So maybe like 105, I guess. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, how many hours of sleep do you need? Uh, need four. Wow, that's impressive. Get five. <laughs> <laughs> Are rats cute? Uh, No. Uh, 30 more seconds. What's your favorite car? Oh, uh, none. Uh, scale of 1 to 10, how good are you at wiffle ball? Oh, solid 6. Easily. <laughs> Have you ever slapped someone in the face? No. Uh, giving this. presents or getting presents? Oh, getting, 100%. <laughs> uh, can you touch your toes without bending your knees? Yeah, if I try real hard. If Kim Kardashian and Donald Trump were both drowning and you can only save one, who would it be? Um, Kanye. Correct. 
answer. Uh, and last one, uh, what's the type of triangle with two equal sides called again? Uh, two equal sides, uh, uh, right triangle. No. Yeah, no, equilateral triangle. I thought it was a trick question. Is equilateral uh, triangle not, a thing? Nope. Isosceles? Two equal sides or two equal angles? Two equal sides. No, two equal sides. Two equal sides. That should be an isosceles now. I believe you are correct. Nice. Equilaterals, all three sides are equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to look that up because I'm going to feel real stupid. Two sides are exact. I, I deal with like... But a right... No, why wouldn't a right triangle have two yes. equal sides? Isosceles it's, is it's isosceles, uh, yeah. two equal sides. Yeah. Damn. That's it, Jeff. You've made it through the Makuga Zone. We uh, we're at the end of the episode. This was such a delight after knowing you for so long. I'm very happy we could do this. Um... You were Thank supposed you. to come Thank on you. weeks ago, but I forgot I had a fantasy football draft. No, that, all ago. good. My schedule is everlastingly free, so I'll, yeah. I'll not play Destiny tonight, I guess. There you go. I'll get two uh, less hours. Oh, man. Uh, not enough light for you, I guess, today. <laughs> um, Jeff, if people were, want to follow you, where can they find you? Um, yeah, easily at Mr. Brawl96. That's B-R-A-W-L. A lot of people... Sometimes hear ball, which annoys me. Or sometimes oh. people read it as ball, like, Mr. like ball. In-game. Yeah, I'm like, get out of here. Um, or sometimes, I mean, people, sometimes people just say balls or ball. I, I think people are just trying to welcome me on, on PSN, honestly, <laughs> like if I'm uh, in a matchmaking or something. Um, or else, yeah, you could also find me on YouTube anywhere, really, on the whole internet, uh, Mister Brawl ninety six. Uh, if you want to play Destiny, if you're a Destiny fan, if you like playing PSN, anything on PlayStation, it's just Brawl ninety six. That's what the OGs at. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, you could follow my old stuff at, uh, um, if you want to see my whole catalog of old podcasts and that God of War review we were talking about, um, just search, uh, faster than reloading, uh, God of War on, uh, YouTube and you'll get the channel there. We renamed the YouTube channel, so it's not PS Best Friends anymore. Um, but faster than reloading should get you to the, uh, channel. Um, and yeah, that's about it. I forgot how hot podcasting uh made me in, the, in, my, in my room uh <laughs> I, I i finished an entire pepsi and a whole poland springs bottle um, oh yeah but uh it's real bad in the summertime where i have to turn the fan off because it will oh that's deadly noise. that kills you Ooh, it's bad um you can follow me at who that ninja 73 on twitter and on psn you can follow uh, my show I do with uh, the legendary Mr. Badbit himself, The Trophy Room, at uh, Badbit Games on YouTube, and at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. We just launched a Patreon last week, um, so yes. patreon.com slash badbit if you want to support us there. Help us get to E3 and the PAXs and just make us be even better than we are now. Um, kind of NYC, uh if you're in the New York area, follow us at kind of NYC on Twitter or kind of NYC.com to find out what's coming up next. I believe other than our extra life stream, which is November 9th. Um, I think we're doing a frozen two meetup, which should be interesting and kind of fun. Um, so again, look out for details there and, um, yeah. And, and shouts out to the whole kind of NYC, uh, podcasting Absolutely. family. Um, yeah. uh, I know, uh, who, which, who's on it. I know Ren, and I think Mike is on the Destiny podcast. Uh, that's part of the. Uh, not Mike. Who is um, it? Uh, Jake. Jake. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it's one yeah. of the guys I raid with. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, uh, those guys are great. Let's jump into that podcast. Um, yeah, we we have we have stuff for pretty much everybody. We got a uh, what is it? Guardians of the podcast. Tower, right? Yep, Guardians, Guardians of, of the, the Towers, Tower. the Destiny one that just got added. Dollar slices are like nerdy, whatever we love type bullshit show. Um, Tales from the Cryptid is Kelsey and uh, another best friend, Aaron, who is also on this show. Just talk about the cryptozoology uh, kind of stuff, which is cool. And then we have a Star Wars show, Cantina Conversation, with uh, Jackson and Will and DJ from the community. Um, we're doing big things over there, so go give it a, a look. It's on kindofnyc.com. And uh, again, Jeff, thanks for joining me. And remember, friends, be kinda to one another. Bye. Peace.